do you want to talk about first? I mean, what's, what's out? What's uh, what's coming? I guess the only reason why I asked is because I was talking to you directly before I came over about uh, Diablo, your Diablo experiences. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you want to say your piece about that first? What do you think? I don't know. I think I should cool down a bit. Maybe you should cool down a bit. And not talk too uh, much shit. I don't want to shit on it too much, but... Um... I mean, there's not a lot of people shitting on it. I don't, I don't think. Know. Well, maybe a few. Like, there's people being like, it's just Diablo. But, like, even the people who are like, it's just Diablo, I still feel like they think it's a good game. Mm-hmm. They're just like, it's old, and, like, I don't really feel like playing that. You know, if you want to, go ahead. But mm-hmm. they don't shit on it. They're not like, it sucks, you know? Yeah. Like, I've heard very few opinions of people who are like, it sucks. Mm-hmm. You know? Anyways. Uh, I definitely so... think it sucks. <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, we that's a useful... I mean, it's, it's, I think it's good to have counter... counter, counter uh, yeah, yeah. You know, people present, present I both haven't sides. done that much time, though. Again, like, I'm level 15, I think. Yeah, and you I only just... played Barbarian. Yeah, only played Barbarian, just finished the first chapter yesterday. First yes. act, yeah. Right, yeah. Got to the sands. Mm-hmm. Desert. Mm-hmm. Got um, to the desert. Cool, well, listen. Uh, Teague, here we are. Welcome to the studio. Yep, uh, thank you. A.K.A. your apartment. My living room. Living room. Oh, it's a house. Your house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is, it is a house. <laughs> um, can you even welcome someone else to your own house? Doesn't really, doesn't make any sense. Oh, you can welcome someone else to your house, sure. Can I welcome you to your house? <laughs> no, but you're welcome to be here. <laughs> well, thank you. Welcome to my house. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, that laugh was too loud for the podcast. <laughs> this is episode, welcome back to episode 34 of Nope. Welcome back to episode 35 of Noob Talk Radio. I'm your host, Joshua Osborne. With me here is T. Henderson. And um, let's do an episode. Let's do it. I mean, I, uh, you know, I feel a little, I'm, I'm a little what's the word demotivated today but uh you know i'm still here mm-hmm. we're still going to do an episode maybe it'll suck whatever maybe it'll be amazing hey who, who knows? knows maybe it'll be the best ever maybe when i'm demotivated and uh, a little bit feeling like shit i record the best episodes that's there's up. only one way to find out here we go um the cat's feeling good oh is he? but he seems good i don't know okay yeah. Diablo uh, 2. What a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, why not? That's like as, good, as good a starting place as anywhere. So, yeah, I mean, we've had, you know, we've had, a, we recorded what I thought was one of actually the most delightful episodes we've ever done. I hope that you all felt the same way. I certainly loved uh, both recording and editing it. But, yeah, I mean, UT has more... I don't really have... I mean, I've played more Diablo 2. That's all I've been playing. That, that's what I wrote down. And you're more in love with it than you were before, right? Your fondness has only grown. Come on, yeah. be honest. Yeah, be when you honest. when you rephrased it like that, yes, mm-hmm. it's, it makes it easier to answer. Yeah, 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 no, totally, yeah. totally. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's funny because it's like I is it funny? Um, I've had frustration points; those mm-hmm. don't not exist. No, for sure. But yeah, I kind of just love it more and more. Yeah, I mean, I really, I mean, here here's a really brief anecdote that I think sort of like accurately synopsizes my enthusiasm for the game at the moment. I found myself for the first time in a really long time not only thinking about the game outside of playing it, which is always a good sign. Uh, not all, not all the time. It's like, that's pretty common. Uh, but still, it's usually only the best games that like that I think about between play sessions. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I found myself actually, I had a pen and paper, or I was I was at like at the, um, oh, what's the park called? I, I took a, I did a nice bike ride, a uh, little excursion with my girlfriend to Parc de la Merci, I want to say. It's like... Um, Sort of the you know the northern end of the island, close to where I live, a little bit west on like Guay Boulevard ish kind yeah. of, 
I think the park is called Notre Dame de la Merci, but whatever. Uh, the whole lakeshore stretch along there is like kind of amazing, right? For sure. Um, but yeah, we went to a nice little park area, and I, I didn't have a pen and paper, actual pen and paper, but I got my phone out, and I was doodling in my phone of like, okay, so if I get to level 30, because I've been struggling over this, there's this totally fucking sweet and awesome Armageddon Druid build mm-hmm. that's like also maybe sucks, <laughs> but I'm like, like maybe slash probably sucks. Hmm. Seems like most people agree. I mean, I can show you pictures of it after. It it looks incredible. Like it's it's like style points, you know, to the maximum. But it okay. maybe is not that competitive. Hmm. Um, which is going to be very interesting, considering that I'm not going not only playing on softcore, but I'm also doing trying to do the same build on hardcore. Right. So it may be problematic. Um, but also one of the most fun things about the game, about hardcore in particular, is like doing those kind of weird builds mm. and trying to be like, I can, like can I break it? You, you yeah, know, like, yeah. can I make it work somehow? You know, like, mm-hmm. if I... Because it's really boring to do, like, there's always an agreed upon, you know, this is the best path. Yeah, yeah, like, there's a meta, for sure. There's a meta, and it's always, like, it's usually, you know, the least interesting in the sense of, well, I guess some games have more than one meta or, like, a diverse meta, but, like, usually in games like this, it's not a particularly diverse meta. It's, like, there's one that's, like, the shining example of this is the best one. Yeah, well, like, there's a... Usually there's a PvP meta, right? Um, that's true. And, yeah. like, there could be a couple, I guess, but usually there's one. Um, yeah. And uh, so I guess you could probably make a whole bunch, whatever, you know? Um, but uh, for P- there is PvP in this. There right? actually is, yeah. Yeah, so I'd imagine there's experience. probably, like, a meta. Like no, a they're totally... Meta, yeah, know, I've like, read about that. I've read about that a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. I tend to ignore that stuff because I'm aware always that it's, like, tips really specifically for PvP. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this will definitely not apply to me. You know? Right. Or at right. least not at the moment. No. no. But, um... Where is I going with this? Uh, yeah, so anyways, uh, there's a totally sweet... It's like... So, you, you know, <clears throat> when you have druids... Uh, druids my favorite class so far. Basically, druids, you divide it into two large categories. You got your elemental druids... Which is like they do all sorts of like, you know, tornadoes, arctic blasts, like kind of like a sorceress, a little bit more restricted, but like they do elements, mm-hmm. any of the elements. That's a thing. And then there's the, uh, the shape-shifting side, which is you either have a werewolf form or a werebear form. And then that's basically its own thing too. And these are kind of like two different paths. Right. You don't really do both of them, right? It's one or the other. Uh, and then there's a third tree, which is like summoning, uh, and that kind of goes with anything. Okay. Um, but basically, it's like you're you're usually either an animal form druid or you're a casting druid. Hmm. That's it, you know? And then, But then there's this one edge case build where it's like, so if you go all the way down the elemental tree, because the thing is, usually you can't cast any spells in wolf, in like animal form. Right. Which right? is why these things don't go together. You could like cast a spell before you go to animal form and then use it in, but then you have to leave to recast. Yeah. It's annoying, you know? Um, but yeah, there's an edge case where if you go all the way down the elemental tree, you have to invest a full nine skill points before getting the final, the final ability in the tree is called Armageddon. And Armageddon, for some reason, nobody understands why, is the only spell you can cast in animal form. Hmm. So there's these weird edge case druids that try to do animal form with Armageddon. And it looks dope as fuck. I believe it. Because it's like, yeah, what you're doing is essentially... Because where- I'm, I'm a werewolf druid, and it's like fast, crazy fast attacks, DPS, melee, tank. Mm-hmm. Not tank, sorry. Just melee, okay. really quick attacks. Um, and the, the, the reason why they're survivable is because you end up getting a lot of lifesteal. Right. So with crazy fast attacks, you're like stealing life super fast. As long as you're hitting shit, you're not dying kind of mm-hmm. thing. And Armageddon despite the massive point investment, perfectly complements this because it rains down fireballs in a radius around you. Which is dealing damage. Exactly. So it gives you actual AoE damage when you're charging in with your melee. It's a perfect synergy, Mm -hmm. except for the fact that you got to sync 
10 point, ten whole points. You have to buy every ability in the tree to get to Armageddon. Hmm. You can't just go straight for Armageddon. Okay. So you're really wasting a lot of points in it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, anyway, so I have this complicated problem because I'm like, okay, well, I want to, I need to get Armageddon as soon as I get to level 30. I also want to have Fury because that's supposed to be amazing. I want to be able to summon Grizzly Bears because the, apparently they're really important. They have massive health pools, super tanky. So I get with my pen and paper and I'm like, okay, how am I going to do this? I got 32 skill points by level 30. I need to work out exactly exactly <laughs> yeah. how many points in every single category to make sure I don't overspend, you know? Mm-hmm. And all that to say, it's the first time I've caught myself doing something like that in a game in a long time. Okay. Yeah. I think last time was like maybe some like every now and then I'd get really into a destiny build hmm. and I'd try to work out on a piece of paper, okay, if I combine like I put this like which weapon do I put in which slot and like what perks do I have on my armor? Right, you right. Know, which class do I go with like to make it all work kind of thing? Mm-hmm. But it's been a long time I haven't gotten sort of like fair enough. The the build notepad out mm-hmm. kind of, you know, and uh, and that's that for me signifies a certain level of interest. Yeah, interest engagement that I don't often have. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So that was a really long-winded story, but uh I guess really that was just to answer the question of are you more into it than when I last And the answer to you. is yes. <laughs> <laughs> so basically yes. Yeah, that's Moving cool. On. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, uh tell me yeah, tell me about so I've talked about a lot about my you know, my experience since we last spoke. What about you? I haven't done that much. I've got a barbarian up to level fifteen, I think. Um and uh have to say I have not enjoyed it very much. Um had a lot of issues with uh well, the frame rate drops, serious lag, getting hit through walls, uh, losing followers. Um, like getting stuck on geometry? Like well, like stuck. you continue in the dungeon and yeah. then the followers like back way, yeah. way, way back. You yeah, know? they're like so, stuck in a corner or something. Yeah, or they just didn't yeah. make it to the door. Yeah, um, totally. They just like, totally. turn because they're kind of stupid. Um, Sometimes, yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just had a ton of issues with it lag uh i don't know i've I've not enjoyed it very much um again it's fun with friends for sure you know like uh i i will play more with with jazz and or you um and and i imagine it it has gotten better well it's gotten more fun from Hmm. the beginning because the barbarian is pretty fucking boring at the beginning yeah, barbarian really that's kind sucks. of a Diablo thing. Yeah, no, totally. Most and of them I, are and pretty I boring. I do yeah. remember that as well. Like yeah. uh, early on, like yeah, it it sucks. But that wasn't my issue. My issue wasn't with the boring combat. It was the poor quality, like the yeah. lag, the jumps, the just it was it was buggy as all hell. Sure. And uh, I feel like again, sixty bucks, I maybe not so much. You know, um, yeah. Because I don't have the like I played a hell of a lot of three mm-hmm. um but again only because other people were mm. so i kind of got peer pressured into it <laughs> i never had any personal love for it myself right <laughs> um, right wasn't really into fantasy all that much even um but it was like okay like people are playing i'll play sure and yeah so no love for diablo itself and then this these experiences i've been having uh have not been good uh yeah they've been kind of pissing me off again i will do a little bit more and uh don't want to rag on it too much, but it's got some fucking issues. My biggest issue, though, is that your character is never there whenever you sign in. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. my God. What the fuck, man? It's like, no, I, I don't want to make a new character. Too. Like, yeah. uh, no, thank you. I'd like my Have you noticed character. that even when you do try and make a new character in well, those instances, usually you can't? One time it worked for me where I went to it and then I backed out and my character was there. I was mm. like, cool. Another time I just closed it down. But yeah, it's. Uh, I guess it's only happened to me three times. I think I've only actually logged into it four, though. Or five. 
Um, oh wow okay so it's not a very good percentage yeah like, uh, well i 100 percent agree with you there yeah like that's a, a stupid problem yeah know? and um i mean it's new still right yeah. got to work out the kinks and uh again fair enough like uh yeah new games have their issues and i uh, don't want to shit on it too hard but i just gotta say i was a little annoyed I mean, I think that if it has issues like that, it's, you, you mean, you have every right to shit on it if it's a $60 game. I mean, that's, like, pretty expensive, you know? So it's, like, you yeah, would expect Yeah, but every, their... every game has issue at launch, right? No, but, like, the other bugs? Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the, the server issues, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, but the other bugs, too, it's, like... No, that stuff, like, the frame rate drop and stuff, and, like, yeah. uh, rubber banding? Yeah. Um, like, what the fuck? How is it yeah. so hard to load in this super shitty looking yeah. graphics like yeah. what are you fucking struggling with but that's what I mean is like if they don't fix that stuff mm -hmm. then that's really I mean it's I think it's good to hold them accountable for that you know well, what I mean like, I mean I don't know I, that matters I don't like, see I don't see why because you rubber banding in a 20 year old remake like it doesn't I never rubber banded in in Diablo 3 that I remember just to clarify too uh, in case anybody doesn't know rubber banding is Oh, sorry. Yeah, when you move forward, but you you lag back to yeah. uh, a yeah. previous position. Yeah, um, yeah. just because of like server. Yeah, just yeah. some. I don't know. Something's not talking to something, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's yeah, a, yeah. there's a lack of communication. And like sure. some games, it's like super, super, super bad yeah. all the time. You know, like yeah. uh, so, it's not a, just a Diablo thing, but um, on something that looks like this, I'm like, yeah. I don't understand how it's struggling so hard. Yeah, um, but and it's expensive. Mm -hmm. And it's a huge company. Yeah. With a really, really storied history of this type of game. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So, you know, they have less excuses for... I, I feel like they get less free... free um, get out of jail free cards yeah, for sure. than other people do. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, right. um, yeah, like I'd give way more uh, sort of... I don't know what you'd call it. Like a... Uh, way more leeway. Yeah, thank you. Way to more like, leeway to like maybe hunt guys for or example. aliens or no, aliens. Yeah, like yet. less experience, smaller studio. Yeah. You know, like don't have that many games out. It's like or not as much. Yeah, not that, <laughs> not as expensive in a lot of cases too, right? Not like um, no, it's an expensive game. It's a remake of a twenty-year-old game, and it's like a company that really has absolutely no reason not to know what it's doing, mm -hmm. right? Like they have been through this exact same kind of release before with Diablo three. Yeah. And the original Diablo 2. <laughs> Although I guess that was that was in such a different time and the, the machines were so different, maybe it doesn't yeah. count. But Diablo 300% counts. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's very recent. So, but I mean, yeah. you're loving it. Like Jazz has commented on a lot of this, the the bugs too. She's been like, yeah, okay, yeah, this is this is pretty. She's been taken back by it a bit, um, a few sure. times, and like uh, like it's actually resulted in her dying a couple of times. And it's like, okay, I haven't had that happen yet. Um, that would be terrible, dude. That would be inexcusable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that has not happened. Yeah, yeah. That's part of the why I was so shocked when I, when I think we were we were talking about this on the phone earlier was because I don't. I don't really feel like there's a lot of bugs. Mm. Like, I've, I mean, I'll get to it, but I've had the server problems, but the actual bugs, like, I don't notice a lot. Hmm. Either I'm not, and I'm kind of wondering, like, am I just not noticing them? You know, like, am I having the bugs, but I just, I'm not registering the, the like, their existence? I don't know, but I'll try and pay attention to that the next, like, whatever, you know, five, six hours I play of the game. Hmm. See if I can tell. But, like, yeah, the rubber banding, it has happened. It, it, it does, it, it's, like, quasi-regular, but it, it maybe happens, like, it's super once every now and then, okay. and I've never... It's never been a problem. Yeah, I've never had a negative effect for it. It's just, like, a two-second, like, and then, like, it, it's back to normal, you know? Like, 
I've never died from it, for example, mm-hmm. right? Like, and of course, I came close. <clears throat> I came really fucking close. Well, because you, if you play on hardcore, it's uh, I, forget know, it. That's a forget, way that's bigger why, problem. That's right? why, like, like after after just this past week of uh, of the minimal playing I've done, I came to the decision I will never play this game on hardcore <laughs> unless it goes through a serious revamp and like actually yeah. starts working well. Yeah. But, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm I still mean, gonna try and convince you, but yeah, yeah no, I, I I totally hear what you're saying. Yeah, I totally hear what you're saying. I, I don't know, but yeah. again, I I don't. Well, actually, besides you and Jazz, I don't know anybody else uh, that has played it. Okay. So you speak very highly of it. Jazz has more on the negative uh, side. She enjoys it and whatnot. Yeah. But like she she has experienced some pretty interesting bugs. Um, yeah. And and also feels like kind of fuck you, Blizzard. Um, okay. Yeah. But uh, but again, I still I will play more. Um, yeah. It's just I don't know. Again, though, the fact that it's new, it and... is starting to look a little pricey for the fact that it has these things, mm-hmm. right? Like me, you know, if it was even just forty, oh, like, 40 I feel bucks. like we'd maybe be a little bit more forgiving. Forty bucks, I wouldn't care. Yeah. Yeah, but I, would I mean, have no problem with the state of the game yeah. currently if it was forty dollars. It's also tricky because uh, you know there there is a very real thing going on here too, where I know for a fact um, that there are. Uh, known and and extremely well documented, really big bugs in Diablo Two mm-hmm. that Blizzard one hundred percent maintained as is. Right, right, because they and there was a big discussion, and they were like, "No, we want to be exactly the same way as it was originally made, even with the you know warts and all kind of thing." So there's always that tricky little layer of like. Is there any way this is actually part of the original release? I don't know. You okay, know? Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Sounds like no to me. Like, it's probably... There are bugs, like, mm. but I, it's kind of tough to say. Yeah. Just because I know they've maintained other bugs in the, the, the... These are more gameplay bugs. Right. You know, gameplay glitches, but, like... Um, well, and I never played the original, so... Yeah, I did, but uh, so little that I don't really remember, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, but anyways, I mean, so... I don't. It's true that I don't really have that experiences with bugs that you're talking about, mm. but I do 100% know the like your characters ban- are, are gone bug. Yeah. At, like the the just the server side Blizzard.net issues, and that is fucking like reprehensible. Like <laughs> it was totally like yeah, it happened the first two days where the game was super fucky. Yeah. And I was like, okay, it's Fair. clearly the launch window. You know, like absolutely. I'm pissed, but like obviously they're just gonna work it out, and like this happens. Almost all the time with this, mm-hmm. this type of product, right? And yet, within two days, it seemed like everything was totally smooth sailing. And like, I, like the next five days, I didn't have a single issue, you know. And then suddenly, this past weekend, there was an update, right? Yeah, that's true. There actually was an update. Yeah, it might have just broken stuff. Yeah. But this past weekend, every single I logged in on Saturday, I tried to play on Saturday, I tried to play on Sunday, and I tried to play today. And every time, the first time, I've been completely unable to play the game. Yeah, that's... Like, all my characters are gone, and I actually can't even make a new character, even if I wanted to. <laughs> like, so I guess I could play offline, but offline play is pointless to me because I can't make it interact with any of my... Right, no, there's... You know, still, yeah. like... So, yeah, that is pr- is really fucking annoying. Yeah, and the fact yeah. there's no couch co-op, I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of either. That's uh, that a kind of little, me. yeah. It's a little like you really couldn't be bothered to put like, it's, like you put it in Diablo three. Mm-hmm. We know you can do it. Like, yeah. and you just can't be fucked to do the effort. And I'm sure there would probably be like it's purist. It's like you know, it's exactly yeah, yeah. the way. But like, come on. Well, you can go like, and explore different parts of the world together. Like when you're in the thing, you don't yeah. have to be together anymore, no. which is no. cool, I guess. But I mean, I would rather be able to play with. Like couch call. I don't know. To me, so it just would seems... I. And does it really break the original sort of experience of the game to just have a little bit of 
you know, in one specific edge case, you can't go too far from each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean otherwise it's whatever. identical. You know, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. That, that I completely agree with you there. Um, but but I can at least see the argument of like it wasn't originally like that. Well, and you have a lot of friends that play it though, right? And and they're fond of it too. Yeah, right. Yeah. And they're yeah. and they're more familiar with the original as well, right? They're much more. Yeah. So they would be more trustworthy as to to you know their opinion on it would be more. Yeah, yeah. It would be something to take more seriously than mine. You know, like, mine is just a, sure. whatever. Well, I mean, I actually think it's really important to take both opinions seriously because it, you want, you always want, on both sides of an argument, you want someone who is, like, sort of um, already likes the product mm -hmm. and someone who is a little bit on the fence to begin with. Yeah. It yeah. seems usually gets for a better conversation, but I hear you. But I'm like, a filthy casual. <laughs> this game isn't for filthy casuals. They certainly have a more educated, in Diablo terms, Yeah, yeah, opinion, for sure. Right? Um, but, uh, yeah, so, anyways, all that to say, I'm super feeling it. Um, yeah, it's really, it's just, the actual gameplay is, like, is what I like. Mm. You know, like, the game the game design here, I think, is really cool in a lot of ways that other games of this, like, a similar category are not. You know? Another quick question. Have your skills been unequipped from your... Yeah. Multiple times? I think that, I mean, my, my theory about that is that that is a result of um, the fact that there's cross-progression on this game. Okay. Even if you maybe don't play on other consoles, because it's like, how, how how does the game react to the fact of I set my buttons one way on Switch, and then I play on PlayStation, and they may not even have necessarily the exact same button mappings, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I assume it's as a result of that. Okay. Yeah. But I don't know. I think it was from the update, actually, the most recent oh, one. Oh, maybe. I think it... Yeah. Maybe. I don't it's know. It's possible. Because yeah. I feel like there was one uh, recently, and uh, then I... Again, it was yesterday that I played for the mm -hmm. first time, but... Running around and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm yeah. not at what's going on. Like, what the hell? <laughs> and I get back and I'm like, uh, dude. none of my buttons are assigned. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, <laughs> well, what makes it really difficult for me is that since I actually now play between PlayStation and Switch, oh. like, even when I'm not playing with you, I'm always playing when the TV's available and I'm home, I'm playing on the PS4. And if I, if like my girlfriend's using the television and I still want to grind a bit, I'll use the Switch, right? Right. But, the horrible thing about I think I talked about this last time, but yeah, they have opposite uh, yes and no buttons. Mm -hmm. Like PlayStation's yes is X and its no is circle, and then Nintendo's yes is A and its no is B. Hmm. They're reversed. So and so each game by default also puts the default attack button on whatever the yes button is. Right. Right. So it's like I remapped them all to be the same thing, but still it's still different because it's like in in Switch. When I'm clicking basic attack, I'm never picking up items. Because mm. picking up items is the yes button. Right. Whereas in PlayStation, when I click basic attack, I'm also picking up items if they're there. Because yeah. it's the pick up items button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just little differences that, like, really fuck me up. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I wish they would just have a consistent, you know. Uh. But, um, anyways, uh, I, I'm, I'm loving it. That's you know? good. I mean, That's I'm playing good. on hardcore. I've had three hardcore characters die. Um, I'm kind of, like, taking a little bit of a break to do softcore, maybe. I'm going to work on my crazy Armageddon druid build in softcore. So that I can hopefully bring this knowledge into hardcore and survive, mm -hmm. kind of thing. You know what I mean? What about the difficulty settings? Yeah, I think the way, I mean, basically the way it goes is there's none, and then if you beat the game, you can upgrade difficulty to hell or nightmare. Night? I don't know. Why? Well, there's two. Either hell or nightmare. Yeah. You can upgrade it to the next one, and then you, if you beat the game, you can upgrade it to the next one. Interesting. But you're 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 just you're on one difficulty at a time. Oh, okay. And That's I don't, interesting. I don't think there's any selection. Hmm. You just have to go through the whole game. Yeah. Interesting. Which is really old school. 
Hmm. Yeah, like if you, but it also kind of it wouldn't make sense to start because it's like the beginning of whatever the next difficulty is assumes that you're level like thirty to fifty kind of. You know what I mean? Like oh, okay. So you, you kind of couldn't. <clears throat> so you already you have skip. your gear and shit. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It hundred percent carries over. I didn't yeah, realize yeah. that. Like the max level in the game is ninety nine. Uh, it's almost impossible to reach ninety nine. The experience curves go up exponentially mm. once you get past like fifty or something. So I think from what I from what I gather about reading from the nerds so far is that like basically by the end of the second like once you start the final difficulty you should be probably around sixty to seventy hmm. or maybe even eighty if you want to have a fighting chance kind of thing. Hmm. So what I'm assuming is that you I think you get to about maybe thirty to forty in finishing the game once. And then, like, 40 to 60, 70 is, like, the second playthrough. Hmm. And then the third playthrough is, like, the final 10, 20 levels kind of thing. Wow. But it sounds like most people who don't play in a super, like, almost professional level, it's like, we'll not get to... You won't you won't get to 99. No. I don't know how many people ever get to 99. It sounds really it's hard. It's a very low percentage for the trophy. Uh, so oh, there's a trophy. Oh, yeah. There's oh, trophy. man. There's, tro- there's all kinds of trophies, man. And I was looking at them, and I was mm. like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> like, um... Beat the game on uh, Nightmare difficulty with every character. Beat the game oh on Hell difficulty with every character. Uh, reach level 99, whatever. Reach, what, Dude, some of them were... <laughs> I was just like... Oh. That would take forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. Yeah, I guess beat the game on Hell. No, even that. Even on the hardest difficulty, that probably takes over like... Most normal people would, they'll be lucky if they do that once, I think. Maybe, you know? I don't know. Like, beat the game on the hardest with one character. I'll probably never do it in hardcore. No, no. I'll do probably do it in softcore. Yeah, well, I mean... No, I'll probably beat the game in softcore. Yeah. I'm not sure how much past that I'll go. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But anyway. uh, anyways, uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. That's um, good. That's kind of what we've been playing-ish. Uh, you were telling me that you did a little bit... Of, you messed around in Red Dead a bit? Yeah, I, I restarted a new character. Or I reset my troll character just for something to do, you know? Yeah. Reason to play. But... Uh, that fucking game. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, whatever. It's an amazing game the yeah. first time you play it, but, like, Jesus yeah. Christ, I put in way too much time into that shit. Yeah. It's really just a social thing. Ah, I hear it's you. like I a, hear a couple of buddies are on. They send me an invite. I, we shoot the shit for half an hour. Like, that. that's about it. And yeah. I decided yeah. I actually want to play, so I'll reset my character. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, it's a lot more fun to tie people up high levels up when you're a low level, you know? It's, uh, they <laughs> get so much more angry. Yeah, it's, that uh, I can imagine. <laughs> it's fucking great. <laughs> it is great. Um, cool. Well, let's move on to uh, our general discussion today was just... I've really been feeling lately that... Um, we're in a kind of a fantastic period of gaming right now. Mm. And I don't feel like, I don't know, maybe I just either don't have people to talk to about that or don't feel that people are realizing that it's a really nice, uh, and maybe it's just personal, but yeah, like... Yeah, it might just be the uh, the amount of stuff that you're interested in at once. You know? I guess, yeah. Because I feel like there's been quite a bit over time, right? Like Since the beginning of this year? Beginning like of if this we talk year, about just on. this year, I mean, big shit this year... Resident Evil 8 Village 
That was huge. It's huge. Um, was there anything much in the command? Alien? Jesus, was it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No. But uh, that alien is in my little slice of because oh, I'm yeah, a, right, I'm gonna right. I'm gonna list shit that I think is just really impressive from the past like month essentially. Right. Yeah. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like just like the month has mm-hmm. been like to me has been like fucking mental in terms of like there's way too much shit that like there's way more shit than I can actually play. Yeah. That yeah, I yeah, would yeah. like to. You know. I feel like uh, Sipta came out this year. Conan. Yeah. Uh, the Sipta that's true. Yeah. arc. Gen 2 came out this year as well. Um, I feel like there was a fair amount. But of... these are big for the nerds, but like mm. big for most people. I guess not. Like no, no one notices this stuff outside no, of the no, community, no, no. right? For sure. Same with Destiny, right? Like no one gives a shit when a massive Destiny expansion. No, that's added. true. Yeah. That's it true. is big, but it's, but it's like... not a new, yeah, new title, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. I don't know. I mean, I'd have to look at a list, but to me, so far, the only things I can think of that are like really sort of rock solid this year. I mean, I almost want to call Cyberpunk a this year game. Mm. I know it's technically not, but it was December, right, like of last year. Mm. It feels a little bit like it was more part of this year than it was of last year. Although I suppose the talk around Cyberpunk was maybe more of what Cyberpunk was than the actual game itself. Yeah, and, and also was it, was already all before. De- it was already delayed, right? So, yeah, it was already I mean, delayed. I, I yeah. really call it a last year. No, that's fair. No, that's fair. I mean, so listen, Cyberpunk, it's debatable what you want to call it. But like I feel like yeah that was huge and that was almost part of this year mm. and then other than that to me it's just Resident Evil Village I think is sort of the that's the giant one was there anything else that I was really excited about that I played I'm probably forgetting something but it's not about like there being one game just in terms of like yeah, all this, at once there's yeah, so this, much stuff this past month like so here I've got I just I made a little list from like basically from August 24th to pretty much like two days from now wait what, did, what no to tomorrow sorry because tomorrow Back for Blood comes out. Okay. And tomorrow being October 12th. So August 24th to October 12th. Just, just, just over a month. Like, this is all the shit that's come out. And I mean, of course, I'm, I'm listing stuff that I'm mostly excited about. Of course. There's definitely even more stuff that, but it's like, you know, I'm listing a lot of stuff here that I'm not even necessarily going to play. No. I just think the games are super fucking cool. Yeah. You know? So yeah, here it starts with Aliens Fireteam. That was the business. That's, that's what started this entire massive stream of amazing games. Aliens Fireteam. Then it was, uh, yeah, Eastward came out, uh, which is, you'd probably recognize it if you saw screenshots, but it's an indie sort of, um, what would you call it? Kind of like a Secret of Mana-ish, sort of SNES-style, like, action RPG. Okay. Kind of like a, a lo-fi Zelda. You okay, know, like, yeah, yeah. like a pixel arty kind of Zelda mm-hmm. that, like, a lot of people thought was really fascinating. Actually, I, I have a good friend who played almost through the entire game. He was super psyched, like, more than anybody else I've, I, I heard of. And um, he seems to have really enjoyed it. Hmm. It got, like, really mixed critical reception, but a lot of people were very intrigued by it for okay. whatever reason. Like, it made a bit more of a splash than most indie games like that do. Right. You know? So, yeah, Eastward. Um, then there was uh, MechWarrior 5 Mercenaries. Which is huge in a lot of reasons. It's like it's a return of like an almost. I think I feel like it's almost twenty years of being absent from. Uh, yeah, the last PlayStation release of MechWarrior. Well, it's almost never. I think if there was a MechWarrior game on like PS One, maybe. Um, but like MechWarrior has been absent from consoles, for most of its career. Hmm. You know, like they don't really. I mean, there was that weird BattleTech game, that like Xbox Live service launch game. 
that 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 helped to launch OG Xbox's live service. Okay. Yeah. And it was a multiplayer Battletech game where you could get in and out of mechs, kind of like Titanfall. Right. Like right. early Titanfall. Yeah. It was actually really cool, but like no one remembers that game, <laughs> and like it was not popular. Like it wasn't famous. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but that was a Battletech. Like that was a Battletech series game on consoles. There's been almost no MechWarrior games. Okay. So like yeah, huge MechWarrior release um, that finally came to consoles, and by all accounts, it's quite good. I mean, I haven't played it, but it sounds really nice. Um, there was Diablo 2 Resurrected. That was huge for both Diablo nerds and regular people. Um, Deathloop, which, yeah, I was going to, I mean, we never talked about Deathloop, but like, I think, I mean, I didn't read that much about it, but to me, it sounds really awesome. Like, it looks like a really solid production. IGN gave it a 10, which I think is both an example of how good the game probably is and also ludicrous. Mm-hmm. Um, because literally in the review, I mean, I took one look at Deathloop and I was like, okay, this is for sure not 10 on 10 material. Like, it looks like an amazing production, but like, come on. Um, they they even have, like, I read the review thoroughly. They even have criticisms in the review. And I'm like, as soon as you have one criticism, like, one legitimate criticism, it can't be a 10. Like, you get the fuck out of here. You can't have a 10 on 10. Like, like I, I don't know. We talked about this before, We've right? talked about it before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like it kind of arguably makes sense for Last of Us. Yeah. I actually can't think of any problems with Last of Us. It is kind of a perfect production to me. And they also gave that a 10 I didn't play it when it first came out. I played it shortly after. Um, so I don't know if it had any problems or whatever. Uh, I played it probably six months after it came out or something. And I thought it was amazing. Um, I don't think it changed at all since it... Um, yeah. I can see that one. You know? Like, I still don't know if I would say that. But I can totally see that it could be a 10 on 10. Yeah. You know? yeah but yeah, yeah Deathloop, I'm like, come on. I Just don't know. fucking come on. That's like when like when almost every Zelda game gets a 10 on 10. It's like, guys, like, yes, yeah, some of them are 10 on 10s. Like, some of those Zelda games are like pretty shitty. You mm-hmm. know? Like, I, I mean, it. I love Zelda, but like some of those Zelda games, not good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Skyward Sword is maybe the one that famously got a 10 on 10 on IGN. And like, most people think it's like one of the worst Zeldas. You know, yeah, and well, the other Zeldas don't get ten on tens, so it's like yeah. This, when you start throwing ten on tens out there, it's a little uh, raise some red flags there. Totally, totally. But all that to say, uh, it did at least get me to. It's clickbait got me to read the review, mm-hmm. um, and it really does look phenomenal. Like the game sounds super fucking cool. Like it sounds I watched like a really play. excellent production. Yeah, I watched some gameplay. Meh. I mean, it seems cool, sure, but like, I don't want to play it. But I, it looks like a huge game. I saw. You know? I saw part of a speed run. Okay. And um, I was just kind of like, hmm. I mean, <laughs> it's a speed run. But so. speed runs always look weird, right? Yeah, they do. But um, but it, I feel like it gave a, enough of a, a look at, like, there was enough as to what I was looking at, you know? And I was kind of just like, meh. Yeah? Pretty un- The most interesting thing about it to me is the having to kill everybody before you reset, right? Yeah. Like, uh, and the, the invading other people's yeah. games the PvP stuff like yeah. it seems like that it has a lot of cool. very yeah. cool things to it but like day night cycle it doesn't you se- know like you can't like certain things you have to do in the day certain mm-hmm. things you have to do at yeah, night yeah no also like... very cool very cool but I mean what I'm saying is like in terms of a first person shooter I don't know doesn't look any better than Call of Duty to me but it's the gameplay y- yeah no but it's I... also a roguelike right Right, like you have permanent, like you die and have to restart, mm-hmm. and then you can like some things you can make carry over, mm-hmm. but that's a whole thing in and of itself. Yeah, so that's know? what I mean. It's got some cool, some cool things to it, but as far as like the first person shooting thing, uh, it kind of doesn't look that good to me. Mm. Um, okay, like it, again, it seems cool, yeah. but like definitely not a ten on ten. You know, like um, I, I mean, I, I, the the coolest yeah. things about it are the 
the things that make it its own, you know? Yes. Like that yeah. I can fully appreciate and I yeah. can like yeah, very neat. Yeah. But um the actual gameplay itself, I'm like, meh, really? not, not interested. Okay. Yeah, I thought it looked pretty good, you know? I mean, I, like I said, like, I, I have a bit of a thing for, um, God, Arcane. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, for some reason, I just, I tend to not like, their, their gameplay just doesn't feel right to me for some reason. Right. Uh, except for Prey, I did like Prey. Um, but, so it, it still has that, it still has that feel. Right. So I'm still like, it's still an Arcane game. Mm. But just all the concepts they put in this game. Seem amazing. Like, it sounds like they really, like, they, they pulled out all the stops of that team. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they really went, I mean, I've been following their other products and like, they went above and beyond all the shit they've done before. Like, this is like way, more, like, it's on a much higher level than like Dishonored, Prey. Like, it utilizes much more like sort of high level concepts than all of the, all of their previous games. Were those top Price games? Yeah. Pray and Dishonored, yeah. Now that you're asking, I'm not really sure, but I want to say yes. Okay. I'm pretty sure Dishonored definitely was. Prey, I'm pretty sure, was a full price game too. Okay. Didn't they do Wolfenstein Youngblood, or is that some. Oh, maybe. Did they? That's not a full price game. Okay. I know that, but maybe, I they, don't didn't, know. maybe they didn't even do that game. I'm Shit, not did sure. they do it? I'm not sure. I can Google. But, um,. <laughs> Yeah, they usually they're usually full price games. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and Deathloop is definitely a full price. Game. Yeah, yeah, that's understandable. Yeah. Dishonored, I'm pretty sure. I I really feel like Prey was a full price game too. Okay. It very rapidly went on discounts, but mm-hmm. uh, it was a full price game. No, again, it's doing some really cool things, but I just have zero interest in it. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I had more interest after seeing the reviews. Okay. I was like, this looks. I mean, I was already pretty interested, and uh, just conceptually, I think it's it's really genius. The ex like the execution of everything mm-hmm. they're doing. Uh, and the way they're doing it, and the way they're they're bringing in all these like weird gameplay elements that like don't usually exist in that genre, you know, it's like right. in, in a way that really makes sense and like is not doesn't sound like it's it's like shoehorned in. It's like mm. really a part of man that like I mean I don't I don't like I don't want to go on a, on a rant, but like I really that accessibility article really bugged me about this game. Like there was an IGN accessibility article, mm. and like I know that accessibility is like such a is like a huge topic these days, and it's just like a very very popular topic, but like. You know, I mean, I'm I'm really all for making games accessible, but like, I feel like they just do this knowing full well it's total horseshit, and just being like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna get some. I want to. I want to get some views. You know, whatever. I I I have no idea if people like. I I can't. You know, are they really? Do they actually believe that these things are what accessibility should be? Does any people who like do people who are actually having issues? Do they want this kind of thing? No, I think it's a virtue signal. What they said in the article was like, I think you're you're probably right. What they said in the article was this guy was like, first he talked about normal accessibility stuff, and I'm like super on board, and like you know blah 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 colorblind, blah 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 options for button inputs, like changing, and like I'm super on board. Then he's like, some people have, I mean, listen, I didn't research this, so like I'm gonna get these these facts wrong. Something about like people don't like the fact that you have to restart your gameplay because it's like too hard. So like, can they put an option in for that? Yeah, And I'm no. like, they based the whole fucking game around that system. It makes no sense to, to like have an accessibility option for, that's like having an accessibility option for can I have a different game please? Yeah, exactly. Here's one from the store. It's like Returnal. Like what? Right, Returnal? Yeah. Same sort of thing in terms of just like it's a continuous yeah. Game, right? It's yeah. like, oh well, that's oh that's too hard. People don't like it. Yeah. So we gotta make it uh, you know I, levels. Uh, I, I, I I'm like I'm getting really like I'm getting really upset with the with the like these types of arguments. Well, because people are saying shit like this about well, don't, don't take it to heart. I mean, Jesus, these people are stupid. This is a clear <laughs> sign that they're stupid. But like, my concern is that 
you know, that actually starts to get some traction and developers start to listen and then suddenly, you know, you start to get things weakening because they're like, oh no, we, you know, we need we need accessibility options for this, for that, for this. And like suddenly, you know, the types of games I like don't exist anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, that's a, that's, I, th- I think that's actually a real concern. Hmm. Like, in a really simple way, you know, like, um, it really sounds like Elden Ring's Miyazaki is, like, thinking much more about making this the most, like, a more accessible Dark Souls than he has ever thought about previous games. Mm. And I mean, that, you know, is it because of articles like this? Probably not. But is it indirectly, maybe, because of sentiments like this? Maybe. Possible, yeah. You know? Like, I mean, the fact that, it, and it's like, I, my, one of my favorite um, podcasters the other day, uh, on Sacred Symbols show, I think it was, um, am I going to remember his name? It's not uh, not Chris, the other one, Dustin? He was saying about Dark Souls, he's like, my one complaint about Dark Souls or Bloodborne is that like there may be like, the, the learning curve is maybe too steep. Maybe it's too steep a learning curve. And like, that maybe uh, pushes some people away from the game. And I'm like, yeah, that's the point. When original Demon Souls came out, every single reviewer was like, most people are going to drop this game after an hour and never touch it again. You need to push through that, and if you do, you'll get to some of the best gaming you've ever had in your life. Exactly. Yeah. And you can't get there without the shitty initial part. It right. doesn't no, but work. That's like, look at like old games. Like, do you remember how hard some original Nintendo games were? Yeah. Like, Ninja Gaiden? I Gaiden? do. I do. Like, dude. Yeah. I mean, that's not... Yeah. Come on. Uh, you can't make that for everybody. They weren't for everybody. They no. Were for, the only reason you played them is if you wanted a ridiculously difficult experience. You're, you're, yeah. You're fucking masochistic. Absolutely. Ninja Gaiden is masochistic. It's Absolutely. Like, it's insane. And yeah. it was amazing. Yeah. Um, totally. Totally. I have so much respect for that game and I zero fucking want to play it. Mm. And that's okay. Yeah, totally. I don't need to want to play it. You know, the thing like, with the Dark Souls um, or the Souls-like games is the boss battles, right? Super hard and you just have to die... Learn, die, redo, right? Edge of Tomorrow, Tom Cruise. <laughs> Live, repeat. die, repeat. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> and it's like, again, it's it's a, it's a way of, like, it, it's a type of play, you know? Like, yeah. I don't like boss fights, so I don't play those games. Sure. You know, like, um, it's pretty simple. That's uh, fine. Every once in a while, like, I bought, uh, I, I did get into the Surge, and uh, I tried out the Surge 2 because it was on sale and whatever, but, like, they're very similar to Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Um, they are. Boss battles and stuff. And like, totally. Dude, like the only re- the only time I played them was when I was like in a crazy mood and I felt mm-hmm. like something super difficult. It would be trash without that. Yeah. Like I wouldn't, like that's the game. That's, yeah. like I don't know. I mean, like, <clears throat> like Hunt Showdown is a perfect example for me. Like I love and respect Hunt Showdown <laughs> so much. I don't want to play it that often. Mm. Every now and then, but like it's most, it's like kind of a little bit not for me. Yeah, and that's fine. I don't want them to change anything. You know what I mean? There's no, there's nothing wrong with the game. I feel like with Hunt, they could add a PVE mode or a mode where it's you get to, you get to actually like, hmm, you're not necessarily fighting people, but you do get to mess with the environment and get more comfortable with it. Because I find the well, it's like the steepest fucking learning curve out there, right? Mm -hmm. Um, trudging through the bayou learning yeah. the mechanics of the game and like you get sniped <laughs> like uh it's it's super unforgiving and like that's amazing but i do i i do feel like having uh because they have trials they have a couple of things that you can sort of figure it out mm-hmm. but 
I feel like more would be better, you know? Um, I think you're probably right, but also is how much you enjoy that game not on some level directly related to how inaccessible it is? I would play it so much more if I could just enjoy the atmosphere and not, like, when I play it, I don't play for bosses or anything. Like, mm -hmm. we hunt players. Yeah. Um, so, like, we hear a gunshot, we go for them. Um, that's, I don't know. That's the name of the game now. I a lot of the time I would want to get on to just hunt some bosses just yeah. just to mess around just to try out something whatever you know yeah. like I don't really want to experiment with stuff in yeah. the game you can experiment with weapons and all kinds of things in the trials mode yeah um, or training, training yeah. yeah so I mean that is cool it, it does offer something which is great yeah. but um, yeah no I I don't think well you couldn't turn it in you couldn't dumb it down to an easy mode you know like it's a pvp thing yeah like so what are you gonna that's do that's what i mean is it's kind of like i mean my hypothesis is that on some level if they actually did do that it might not be as good a game no but how could you right like i mean it's not i don't know like you could make I mean, it so the they the, said they had plans for pve but like we don't well we no no PvE could about. be fine but again like the pvpve how could you change the difficulty on that when you're your biggest threat is other players. You can't, yeah. Right? Like, yeah, it can't. just doesn't work. No. And I guess you could turn down the environments. It'd have to be a PvE damage. only mode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Which could be know. interesting, but I don't know. I feel well, like training... on some level, the inaccessibility is can be a... Like, the appeal. Well, usually Part. what you get to because of the inaccessibility is more rewarding. Absolutely. Because it was hard to get there. For sure. For so... sure. So... No, I'm, uh, I'm with you on that. I, yeah. I don't see I don't a problem know. with... I don't see a problem with difficulties on a lot of things, but yeah. there are certain things that I'm just like, no. Yeah. You know, like I think the the difficulty settings in Aliens Fireteam, flawless. Yeah. I think that's just perfectly done in terms of, well, actually, yeah, there's quite a few games that do it pretty well. But For me, not that many, but I'm a lot harder on difficulty levels than I think most people are. Well, like, again, you can't really do it on PvP stuff, right? Like, no. so you can change your difficulty on story mode playing single player in, like, Conan and shit. Mm -hmm. But who the fuck plays that game single player? Story <laughs> yeah, mode, no, know? totally, like, totally. You're totally. not toning down the difficulty in PvP. You know, yeah. like, that's not a thing. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean... Anyways, yeah. Big accessibility range. All that to <laughs> oh, say, shit. yeah, that's, true. That's, uh, that's how we got there. All that to say, I really, I don't, I don't. These arguments don't resonate with me. I think they're actually foolish. Yeah. Uh, I think that they're they're people trying to make games into things that they that they aren't. The equivalent of like being like, can you make my football game more like baseball? Yeah, it's like no, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. a different game. <laughs> you know, like the baseball. Of, the shit he was saying about about Deathloop was like, yeah, the, the stuff people he was saying don't was like, like to reset. It was like, dude, that well, is a like, fucking game. Yeah, hundred percent integral. Exactly. Yeah, it's like I don't get it. No, but, I'm with you. I don't get it. And when, so this was supposed to be a, a discussion about the the cool games that were out recently. <laughs> what, what a good period it was. So I guess I'll just finish off that list real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. We 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 just talked about Deathloop for a long time. Uh, Chernobylite uh, finally came out September 28th. Uh, the console launch trailer is out. Uh, it got mixed reviews, but I still think it sounds like a really a fascinating game. I'm actually even just watching the launch trailer today. I'm like warming up more to playing it. The only thing that discourages me is the the sanity mechanic sounds a little maybe Much. alienating. Yeah, but it's hard to say. Yeah, I mean this is just from what we what we hear from like people playing it. You know, it's mm -hmm. like... no, but that can be annoying because I just I remember we watched something about it and they were talking about like well. You may not want to just go... You can't go around just killing everybody because of yeah. your sanity, right? And I'm like, well, 
fuck, man. Like, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm creeping around these guys with guns, and you're telling me I can't kill them all? Like, I what? know. Like, I know. I don't know. It's just so wrong. It's too real. It's like people, I think that when, when these things happen, developers have a disconnect between good design and something that's fun. Mm-hmm. There's a, they just they don't realize they they have a disconnect and right. they 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 think about all these great ideas and they never actually yeah every now and then they're just like oh wait this one's totally unfun mm. even though it sounds cool but it's not fun yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I agree with you hundred percent but I still think the game looks really nice it does it does um, particularly for a kind of low budget game seems yeah. like Alan Wake remastered October fifth mm-hmm. uh, people are hard on that game but I think it looks I mean it's, it's the exact same thing as the original right it just has updated graphics you know like a lot of people a lot of critics are being like gameplay you know doesn't hold up as good I'm like yeah it's it 100% intact to when it was released yeah what do you same like, as Diablo I mean yeah, yeah does yeah, it hold yeah. up less well than Diablo maybe but still it's here the graphics well, are better <clears throat> that was one of my things that I wasn't sure how much I could complain about with Diablo it's a fucking 20 year old game you know and so yeah. like what do I how much what do I actually expect out of it? You know, like uh, I feel like it's better given that it's twenty years old. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, for twenty years ago, that is like mm-hmm. completely mind blowing. You know? It was not twenty years ago. It's uh, it's from twenty years ago, and they redid it and spent charged you sixty dollars for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the graphics are real nice. Yeah, the graphics are. I'll show right. you those Armageddon fireballs later. All right. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, Chernobylite, Alan Wake remastered, Jet the Far Shore that came out October fifth. 67 on Metacritic. Uh, Jet the Far Shore is by the makers of Super Brothers Swords and Sorcery, which was a very famous iPhone game that some people may remember. It's Swords and Sorcery, like both <laughs> spelled with a W. Okay. Super Brothers. It's a really funny game, man. They're 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 cool guys. I, I like them. They're like super artsy mm-hmm. in actually not really an annoying way. Hmm. You know, like they're very very artistic, but they're not obnoxious. Wow. The music is by Jim Guthrie. Uh, he's a genius uh, video game um, soundtrack guy. He's, he's really fucking good. Yeah, Super Brothers Swords and Sorcery was developed by Capybara, Capybara Games, and Super Brothers. I, maybe there are two. Com- I don't know. There may be two companies together. I'm not sure. But um, yeah, it's an iPhone game from like 2011. It was the first iPhone game to like win awards. Hmm. You know what I mean? And be and be like, oh, there's actually like a product worth playing. That's not Candy Crush. Right. You know, like it's a real game designed for iPhone that just uses touch controls. Okay. It, it didn't come from a controller first, you know? It's, like, designed for this medium and stuff, you know? Okay, like, that's kind of cool. It's cool, man. It's cool, yeah. But so these guys, you know, it's their big thing. Right. You know? And I don't think it looks that good, but a lot of people are excited about it, and it looks different. Some sort of weird, like, space exploration game, like, quiet, tranquil, not a lot of action, like, space exploration game. Cool. Yeah, I mean, it sounds cool. Uh, so that was... October 5th, Metroid Dread, October 8th, just a few days ago, and my buddy's already playing it. He's fucking, like, over the moon. He's super excited. I do think it looks really good. It, you like, gonna get it? Uh, probably not. No. Okay. Uh, it wasn't the Metroid that... Uh, it's a case of these aren't the droids we're looking for. Mm. It wasn't the Metroid that I wanted, mm. but it looks like a really, really solid Metroid. It's 2D. Okay. Yeah, I just I kind of wanted a Prime. Okay. Like a first yeah. person, another another Prime mm-hmm. sequel is, is what I was looking for, but it looks really, really good. Um, and then Back for Blood comes out two days from now. I'm not that excited, but it's a big game. Like, it's a, it's a big production. A lot yeah. of people are pretty psyched about it. I will probably get and play that at some point in time, I imagine. Um, just because I like that type of thing. I mean... There was also... That's uh, what I got. Hell Let Loose. Hell Let Loose. Yeah, you told me about Hell Let Loose. Why talk to me just, about that? Yeah, I just saw it the... Uh, well, I just saw a buddy was playing it the other day. And um, I think it's been out for a while on PC. I think it just came out on PS5. And it looks absolutely insane. 
Um, did you watch the trailer? I did. Oh, Game Ranks uh, mm. review, right? Before you buy? Before you buy. Yeah, yeah, Indeed. yeah. And just like, I don't know. It just seems so weird. It seems like it's its, its own thing. And it's like bringing first person and strategy yeah. together yeah. Um, in a weird way. Yeah. Hyper-realistic. It's, I feel uh, like it's almost the first game to, in a kind of a meta sense, to play with voice chat. Like, well, like yeah. it's like it's like voice chat as a gameplay concept, not it's as necessary. Yeah, yeah, like, not as a social concept, as mm-hmm. a gameplay concept, mm-hmm. which is a little to me is. Yeah, I don't know all the PvP games, but it seems unique to me. You know. I, yeah, I feel like Hunt is. You're an idiot if you don't. Yeah, but Hunt is just in a normal sense. In the in the normal, of course, you're going to talk with your friends when you're trying to hunt. No, other but people. if you don't communicate with your teammates, yeah, for sure, you're fucking done. But not in like a not more than an, to me, not in a more than normal sense. Well, it's more the the strategy does fall into Hunt as to like how you're going to breach and shit. Yeah, and like if you're not communicating. Um, no, You're totally. destined to fail. <laughs> but Hell, Hell Let Loose uh, has, has actual restrictions on... Like, it, it has gamified the voice chat. Right, because right. Because only certain people are even allowed to talk to each other. Right, and you have the commander. Right? Um, exactly. Like, it just seems yeah. very cool. Like, part of classes is who they can physically speak to in the exactly. real world. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the first time I've ever seen that. For sure. It's right? the first like, time I've ever seen the majority of this game. Like, yeah. uh, I mean, first person, whatever. But, like, I think it's 60 on 60. Uh, I, you could be right. Yeah, I'm pretty I, sure I can't it's sixty remember. on sixty, and there's like all kinds of stuff about like you know getting supply lines going, defending area. Like I don't know, it just seems like a completely mental, uh, super cool first person shooter. Absolutely, yeah, um, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. And that came out on PS5 uh, October fifth. Right, right. So this is again like five six days ago. But I think it was on PC for like the past two years, maybe. Yeah, yeah, true. true. But uh, it's, way. I guess, relevant here in the sense that it, it did just come out on console, and I also feel like most, like I, I mean, I will be honest, I didn't see a single. I've been paying uh, really close attention to IGN over the past like week. I have not seen a single new. I haven't game. seen a like, single thing about it either. I yeah. just saw on my friends list a buddy was playing a game called Hell Let Loose, and I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. I'll Google that. I was yeah. like, oh, this game looks amazing. I want to buy it. And yeah. I'm like, uh, PS5. Yeah, like just like I feel like Gen Zero, it's just a game that people are not talking about. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, yeah. I mean, I was watching. I, I mean, I was watching and listening to and reading IGN around the time that that game came out, hmm. and I don't remember ever hearing the name once. Hmm. You know, like yeah, when you showed me the trailer for the first time, I was like. I've I've never seen or heard of this, hmm. and I don't know how because it's like two years ago or something. Yeah, yeah, it was really recent. But anyways, yeah, Hell Let Loose looks really cool. Yeah, um, that definitely again something new. Yeah, uh, just which is I feel like there's been a lot of that in the past. Uh, I don't know, year two. I'm telling you, man, it's a good time for games. Yeah, I yeah. think uh, I think so. Yeah, because like uh, yeah, yeah, there's been a lot of firsts in video games. Yeah, I think, recently. Yeah. It really feels like, um, I mean, from what little I've seen, it feels very similarly to Hunt, Hunt Showdown to me. Yeah, yeah. in terms, in terms of, of just being new. Exactly, yeah. yeah, of what kind of game it is and what kind of things it's trying to do. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like it's, tra- it's playing in a space in ways that are not really done. Yeah, and I, yeah, yeah. I think it's cool. True innovation. No, pretty neat. Um, anyways, uh, so that was a, you know, that was a conversation. Yeah, Hope you, you want to take a little it. break? Uh, yeah, I would like to. Cool. Uh, we'll be right back. Dude, it fucking filled the void. Yeah. Time. It, oh, man. Interesting. Well, I really love Prometheus. Yeah. yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. And I definitely had a similar experience where it was like it got better and better. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Very different movie, though. Yeah. yeah. Like, Covenant is significantly more like Aliens. 
Yeah, yeah. Prometheus was so slow. It was alien. It's, yeah, no, it's true. You're absolutely right. Yeah, and absolutely I'm right. really curious about the next one. Is there? Are they making a new one? Oh, they have to. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Do you uh, remember how fucking Covenant ends? No. Watch it. <laughs> yeah, I might. Dude, I, might. I didn't really remember how it ended, and then I was like. Uh, dude, his uh, his performance as David, it's like Phenomenal. one of the most spellbinding things I've ever seen, man. He's so much better than his performance as Walter, the second droid, the second synth. Oh, I really liked uh, what Prome- uh it, Wait, it, he's in he's in Covenant as Walter. Okay, and as David. Uh, okay, yeah, is I don't really remember. So Walter is an American one. I remember mostly just David from Prometheus. Amazing. He fashions himself after uh, Lawrence yeah. of Arabia. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, at the beginning <laughs> at the beginning of Prometheus, he's watching it while everyone's asleep. And like he's like practicing lines from it. I never... And then he's in the mirror and he's dyeing his hair to look yeah. like him. And he cuts his hair to look like Lawrence of Arabia. Like, that didn't fully set, set, sink in for uh, me. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I was like, oh, cool. He watches old movies. But I never, never clued into the fact that like he's modeling everything around. Mm-hmm. His, his mannerisms, really... everything. Everything he does is... Is like, dude, have you seen Lawrence of Arabia? No. Oh man, I watched it not long before I okay. watched that. So when I saw it, I was like, it's like, holy fuck, man, yeah, like, because uh, T. Lawrence comes across as like a real dandy in that movie, okay, like real dandy, yeah. and um, David or yeah. fucking dead on, like, <laughs> yeah, dead on. Oh um, man, that puts a whole new light on that. Uh... Oh man, some of the lines too are straight out of the movie. Right? Oh man, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not know that. that that's mm-hmm. man. The movie's got like it's got fucking legs, dude. dude it's amazing. It really like, is. Both of them. Like, both of them. Yeah. Phenomenal. Well, I gotta movies. check out Covenant again. Yeah, yeah, yeah you do, yeah. you do. I was. Uh, I hope I didn't build it up too much, and you're gonna be like, "Oh, I what are you talking it. about? This is shit." I mean, that, that kind of stuff is kind of my bag, you know. So proper. I don't, fucking... I don't think you can really, even if it kind of sucks. I still, I still it enjoy. Suck, though. It's like it's. But I mean, like, I'm capable of enjoying even a shitty one, mm-hmm, you know. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. Now, what I really love to go back to now is, um, I really want to do a Terminator uh, revisit. Mm. One and one and two, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know if I want to do those. I don't know if I want to risk it. I, Last time still... I saw it, not that long ago. Oh, really? Like a few years ago. Yeah. Okay. And I fucking like it cemented it as like this is one of the greatest like sci-fi action films I've ever seen in my life. Both like, or yeah, both. One not so much. Not so much. But definitely as part of the package mm-hmm. because the thing with Terminator is that the. And I wish I could have fucking seen these movies at the time in the theater. Mm. But the impact of, of Terminator 2 is lost without Terminator 1. Mm-hmm. Right? Totally. Like, it's all about the arc of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. I was talking about this with my girlfriend recently. and Because like, we were saying how some people don't act. You know, like, certain actors just get cast yeah, yeah. themselves. Right? Seth Rogen. Sure, yeah. And, like, you know, she was she was wondering, like, does Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, does he re- is he really an actor? or like? And I was like... It was like kind of no, like it kind of is just Arnold Schwarzenegger, hundred percent. But I was like, yeah, if there is a movie where he's actually an actor, it's really Terminator is the only one. Yeah, he actually totally. acts in Terminator. He acts as a robot, and he does a pretty fucking good job. Phenomenal, <laughs> you know, like he kind of nails it. Yeah, like no, 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 it's you're arguably on. the only time he's ever acted. You know, like look Conan. Yeah, I, I don't remember Conan very well. It's yeah. he acts very poorly. Um, right, but <laughs> but he tries. He's trying. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. But uh, anyways, he's good as Terminator. Like he's yeah. He yeah. I think they did that on purpose. You know, yeah. like the, he was so like robotic and shit. They're like, yo, let's use this fucking guy as a robot. But man, the whole idea, like of like, narratively speaking, it kind of reminds me of what happened. You know, just how fascinating and meta the Oxenfree one to two 
like uh, plugging of the second one by reinserting right. audio logs yeah. in the first one. Just a little outside the box kind of mm-hmm. uh, a narrative technique. Like in Terminator, like Terminator One to Two, it's all about like the narrative transition. They take an entire movie to establish that one character is the bad guy, mm-hmm. and then they completely flip the switch in the next one, mm-hmm. and it has such massive impact. Yeah, you know, both on the characters and on the audience, because it's like you can't you can't achieve something like that unless you devote an entire movie to building something one way and then completely flip it on its head. It's just it's just so genius. Yeah, no, it is. It is. That's why I kind of feel like you always need to do the two of them together. Mm. It's true, the first one is not as good, but I do still think it's a very it's a very decent movie. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's just not like an epic masterpiece. Yeah, like whereas well, the second I don't one think is they, like, yeah, I think the second one was an epic masterpiece. I don't think they ever hit that one again. Yeah, um, no, the third kind of on sucked. so many levels. Yeah, yeah, and just the last one the was like. I didn't mind Genesis. Yeah, it was okay. It was yeah. all right. I yeah. what I appreciated For spectacle. What yeah. I appreciated about it was how they redid the pretty much like he goes back in time to the beginning of the first one, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like the exact same fucking thing as like Terminator yeah. One with the fucking clothes and the, That's the sneakers. That's true. He takes the Converse All Stars out secretly, <laughs> exactly the same shit. Uh, it's identical. Really like, yeah. there's a bunch of shit like that in that movie that's, that's just like, okay, I like it. You, know, like, <laughs> you got me. You got me. <laughs> you, you got, got, me, got, me, got me. me. Like, fuck. Oh, man. Do we keep this in? Hmm? Or do we keep this in? What do you think? We could. Sure. <laughs> Maybe I didn't we even realize we were this, uh, Yeah, well, I mean, I put it on the sound check. Uh, so we're back. Um, we're uncertain whether or not we're going to keep that little Terminator 2 <laughs> <laughs> Aliens discussion in. So you may or may not have just heard uh, a little little, little chat about some of the movies we love the most. Some of the oldest, best sci-fi There's out there. Good. We're going to get into some news. Here I've got a headline off IGN. Apple made more money on games than Xbox, Sony, Nintendo, and Activision combined in 2019. Uh, I forgot to say number one. And this this is also off uh, Wall Street. This is originally reported off Wall Street Journal. Uh, we did not really look into the Wall Street Journal one too much. Not at it all. It extremely in depth and uh, very like a, a really nice article. Mm-hmm. It's also heinously long. Yeah, <laughs> and it's a little bit too numbery than uh, I care yeah. to get into. Well, it's just an interesting enough headline on its own. No, it is. It's, it really is. You know. Yeah. So if you want to know more about that, then you. Check out Go the over article. to Wall Street. Uh, it's also, you know, they've got the sub subheadline of Apple made more. Uh, sorry, Apple made over eight billion on games in 2019. Right. Well, so it's a lot. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And again, I had no idea uh, the amount that people spent on these little shitty games. Um, mm-hmm. I had no clue. Uh, so no, it's crazy. In that article, just saying that yeah. the one percent spends twenty four to twenty five hundred dollars a year or whatever. Yeah, the one percent. Yeah, the the highest one percent of their spenders are spending upwards of. Twenty four to twenty five hundred a year, exactly on yeah. these fucking shitty cell phone games. Yeah, like Jesus Christ, I had no idea. It really makes you wonder what kind of are those like rich tycoons? Are they children? Those like, are children the, that like, are children of rich kids. I mean, it, rich people. I guess I, that like, would be I, my guess. That whose parents <laughs> didn't or just people left their in credit really card financial health. <laughs> left their credit card on the the kids' uh, yeah. phone and uh, said, "Help yourself to it." Probably, probably divorced parents. That want to Maybe. keep their kid <laughs> from getting in trouble. Oh and, god! Uh, yeah, you know they both parents put their credit cards on the kid's phone, so he can just you know. <laughs> that hits too close to home with a situation that I know, but we won't get into that. <laughs> but um, yeah, and it's also and like the article points out too. You know, I'm sure it's probably obvious, but you know, Apple does not have any console. Like they still do not have yeah. an actual console. They do have um, 
what is it called? Apple Game Service? Apple Games? Apple Apple Arcade Plus? Is that what it's called? I don't know. They have a they have like a game service now where it's okay. like yeah you pay a weekly I'm sorry a monthly, monthly subscription fee. and you get access to the entire catalog. Okay. Like you just it's kind of like Netflix for games. Hmm. Like Apple has a thing like that. And actually, uh, in fairness, uh, you know the folks on the IGN Game Scoop podcast, in particular, I want to say Justin. Uh, what's his name? Justin. The last name is escaping me. But Justin is always talking about. Um, he's been a big sort of proponent of the Apple Arcade system since it started. He's been talking about it for I feel like. Uh, nigh on a year now maybe okay. and like he always says really good things about it he plays a lot of indie games the first time through Apple Arcade like they have a lot of small stuff but um so I mean they have something like that but they, they, yeah they still don't have a system. system exactly there's no Apple console I mean I guess there's Apple TV but you know which sort of counts but not probably. really probably I mean yeah, I guess it kind of does count actually yeah. you probably can play games on it and people, oh you can, absolutely can people do I'm sure. <clears throat> you're playing the exact same games you're playing on iPhone yeah exactly and with the subscription I guess but I'd imagine a lot of people have yeah, Apple maybe TV that does that, count I would think yeah. that probably is a I huge know. yeah they say the, the, the IGN article this is not off the Wall Street but the IGN article says because the company doesn't make or sell dedicated gaming consoles or have a major game development division most of these profits come from third party games in the app store Wow. But yeah, so they're doing it right. I mean, if they're yeah. making more than any game studio or any game <laughs> gaming console producer, yeah, um, and they don't even have a fucking well, I mean, like they're being taken team? to court for that, right? From the Epic versus yeah. Apple stuff, and it's right. like you can see why, of course, they're trying to they're hanging on for dear life to their thirty percent cut, mm-hmm. and why they don't want to budge it all on that, right? Is because it's like it's it's pretty much all from that, yeah, you know? like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, the, the, the RGN article notes that it's possible they may take a hit because of the recent stuff with China, you know, the three-hour limits on uh, gaming time for mm. uh, under whatever age, uh, 18, I think, but I can't remember. Um, I wonder if cell phone games count. Yeah, I think it's pretty much, it's almost only cell phone games, I think. Mm. I think yeah. that's mostly what, because I think that that's most of what gaming is in China. I feel like I'm PC, not certain, but... I feel like PC's huge. Oh yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, like, I but know. It, I know. Sure in, mobile is pretty big too. I know. In like a lot of the uh, the PvP games I've played, like you got to watch out for those Chinese uh, hackers. <laughs> like, no shit. But at the under eighteen point too, you think they're playing mostly on phone or still uh, also PC maybe? Well, I'm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for these prob- games, it's got to be. I don't, PC. I don't think you can play Conan on your phone. You know? No, that's like, true. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, the, and like you were saying before about the top one percent spending the most, uh, the IGN article also notes that yeah, the top one percent spends. Top 1% makes up over 64% of the sales. Right. So 64% of the revenue is oh, but just it's the like one. almost 2500 a year, right? Yep. I exactly. mean like that's yeah. mental. It's really mental, yeah. So, I mean, I don't you know, I don't really have that much to say about I've this. I've got nothing to say. Just like Jesus, I had no idea. It's pretty wild, yeah. I had no clue. I guess the the only thing that's really calls to my mind is like what do the other companies make of this? Mm-hmm. Cuz everyone else sees this news too, right? And like what is Sony thinking? What is Nintendo thinking? What is Microsoft thinking? I'm thinking like, that's what Uber was thinking when they charged 30% on their Uber Eats shit. <laughs> well, this is I mean, that started a long time ago. Right? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. nothing new to the industry. Mm-hmm. To the di- digital industry. Yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, I, I wonder if maybe like the, the the big gaming companies, the actual console companies, I wonder if they look at this and they're just like, that's not the share that we fight for, mm. right? Like, I wonder if they look at it and they're like, that's not the piece of the pie we're trying to eat, so we don't care. Not I don't know, possible. you know, or they're like, yeah, what the fuck, <laughs> you know, like, what are we doing with this like chump change over here, you know, like, mm. why are we still even making these like extremely expensive $80 a game, you know, productions when we could just be doing this? But know? then you look at Rockstar, you know, like, and how well, much they made off of a game three generations ago, yeah. and they still are making how much, like... See, now, if we were good journalists, which we're not, 
what we would have done is we would have put down put a side by side of like how much exactly that Rockstar makes on GTA Five, billion, how much they sold, how much the numbers are, how much they make monthly or annually even, and mm-hmm. compare that to this and see is there really you know like is this because that's the the number one thing that I uh, wondered when I read the article was I was like or just rather saw the headline I suppose is just you know is this actually as intense as it sounds? Yeah. Or yeah. am I just not understanding something? Yeah, I don't know. That's that's what immediately came to my mind, you know, but uh, who knows? Yeah. I think you'd have to dig into the Wall Street Journal stuff to Yeah, for sure, get the, yeah, yeah. the details. Need some analysts. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I just remember, yeah, it was a ridiculous amount sold, and it was in the billions earned. Um, no, we've talked, yeah, we've discussed it before. Yeah, yeah Grand Theft Auto yeah, yeah, is yeah. like a completely, uh, it's the, is it the, it's the number, is I it, think is it the number one? No, I think it's the number two ever be right behind Minecraft. Oh, okay. You or it's it. they're fighting for the first spot. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're vying for the first spot. I just remember it being ridiculous, and like the yeah, amount of copies sold too. Like, it is not what you would think it is. More copies than there are consoles. Right? Yeah, like because uh, yeah. most people bought like yeah, Breath of the Wild is famous for that too. It's like more copies hell? of Breath of the Wild sold than there were Nintendo Switches sold. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which like, is, was partially explained by Wii U's existence, but mm-hmm. only partially. <laughs> right. Right. Anyways, uh, it's pretty wild. It is. Yeah. So here, let's move on to number two, which is um, Idris Montreal adopts. New work week. And that's from IGN, right? Exactly. Off IGN article of the same name. Uh, and IGN looks like took that from everyone got it from the uh, blog post of um, studio head David Ann Fossey of uh, Idos Montreal. Uh, the blog post reads Idos Montreal and Idos Sherbrooke. This is from the actual website. Shifting to the four day work week. Um, and uh, yeah, there was actually, I, I mean, I went through the blog post. It was a little bit more interesting than the. Uh, I mean, I guess it says. It's surprisingly not that corporate. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it still sounds relatively like a human, a human person, a human being made it, mm. um, a, a bit more than usual. Uh, but it also said some interesting things about the company that I don't know how true they are, but that I was like, wow, this actually sounds kind of like they were. They detailed a lot of stuff, a lot of other stuff about like because they're saying this whole forty work week thing is like. They're stressing a lot how it's just like, we want to be a more productive team. You know, we want to have better productivity rather than more of it. You know, like we want to just want to work better. And like we want to, the, the blog post is a lot about promoting the health of the employees, which of course everyone talks about. But they also discuss several, there's several concrete bullet points that actually sound like pretty cool stuff. Like things like, there was one bullet point about it sounded like they were paying for, they were uh, trying to help the employees with like even mental, like not just physical uh, insurance, like insurance plans, but like mental insurance plans too. So like stuff like, you know, if they need like therapy, like covering that under employee stuff and like just a bunch of stuff about like financial counselors available. Like, I don't know, but they listed a bunch of stuff and I'm just sort of like, wow, this like sounds like a, they all sound like really good things to have in a company, hmm. uh, which I didn't know about. Uh, it wasn't like outlined in the IGN article. Okay. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, in, in terms of the actual thing itself, it's like just, I mean, I would like to see it and then make yeah. a judgment call because I, I can only imagine, like, yeah, yeah, you only have to, four-day work weeks. Well, we need this project done, though, before you leave. Um, <laughs> <laughs> four-day work week, but this day well, no, only ends when the project No, you can is. work from home, and uh, but you're not getting paid for it <laughs> or something like that, you know? Like, yeah, no, it's some really... Some sort of nonsense to just, again, I just... I, I don't know. Um, yeah, will it stick and will it mean anything? Will it mean anything good? Um, yeah. And, yeah. And will it be anything more than just, you know, a With nice service. sound? Like, because, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, it's a great idea. A lot of places do stuff like that, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, one company I worked at uh, was, uh, 
you could uh, you could mess with your hours so you could like bank hours and then take off a Friday every take off every Friday for the summer you know mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Uh, unless it was month end or something like mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. you know or take a half lunch every day and then mm-hmm. work half a day Friday you know like stuff like that it was cool it was really neat but it didn't actually change anything it just allowed you more room to maneuver inside like it mm-hmm. didn't it was a very nice thing that you could do that but it didn't change anything you know like mm-hmm. you didn't make more you didn't have to work less like mm. it was the exact same thing it mm-hmm. was just you could they were flexible on how you adjusted or how you well scheduled yourself you mm-hmm. know? like and it was uh, it was cool mm-hmm. so this i'm i'm just kind of skeptical on that it's going to be all for the good you know mm-hmm. um I mean, I guess what I'm shocked by is how they made such a blatant and outwardly facing announcement of it. Mm. Right? Like, it's really, um, like, they were very clear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Like, I mean, I'm, I'm just surprised that they had the balls to, to, to do that because the scrutiny is going to be on them now, right? So it's mm-hmm. like, like, people will be paying attention to, hey, what happened with that Idos Montreal thing? Like, right. because I mean, you know, I guess to be clear, one of the reasons why I wanted to, I mean, I don't know about you, but one of the reasons why I wanted to cover this was because we actually live in Montreal. Right, yeah. So this is highly, uh, like, irrelevant to us, you know? Like, mm. I, this is this is not only one of the coolest and biggest, I mean, yeah, coolest and biggest, they made Human Revolution, Deus Ex Human Revolution. Right. And whoever the fuck made Human Revolution is, like, forever one of my top companies to mm-hmm. me. Even if they don't do anything cool after i love that game so much i was like and i was so proud that it was like a montreal, montreal studio yeah. there was like i mean i think i kept it when it when it released i had a big uh, one page like um cover of like the, the devoir or something but with a, a giant like cover of the game on the, on the thing mm-hmm. just yeah. talking about the studio but anyways but so you know we live in the city so it's like people yeah. in this city are going to be i mean also seeing this i know at least anecdotally uh, one friend has seen this article that is not into gaming so like people are going to be paying attention to this and, sure. like they'll be like we know people know people in Montreal that work at this studio mm-hmm. so I so think we'll, maybe we'll actually we'll hear about out. it yeah. at some point yeah I mean it's like people will eventually be talking about this so it's like well, yeah whether or not it's just total hogwash or it's actually like a really good initiative that will work you know it's like yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. it could, it could be yeah it could be either way I just uh, again it only works for salaried folk um, they just don't say what it would mean for non-salaried folk at all, right? Well, so, I mean, I mean, if non-salaried folk even had the option to, like, okay, you're a full-time employee, but you can work four days a week if you want, and you'll get paid for four days. That, that's, I feel like that's meaningful. Like, I mean, probably most people wouldn't want to, but, like, someone not like... helping the situation. Someone like myself probably would have. Like, I don't, I just don't like working. I would be inclined to take a little bit less time and make a little bit less. Like, I usually don't mind those kinds of things. Yeah, most, most people, uh, will take extra overtime if they can. Cause sure. they, you know, more the, the more the better. Not everybody, obviously, but like, but I mean, most it's, people I know, it's like, it, more work is, you know, more money is yeah. better. You're not gonna do less work, you know, like, not everyone likes being at the office five days a week for 40 hours no but most <laughs> you know, people I don't. need it yeah no for sure, uh, for sure most for people sure. absolutely need it yeah. and if you didn't yeah. you know live with with some like yeah. your expenses would be way higher and you wouldn't yeah. want it either you know like it's maybe maybe uh, or but family s- still you have kids. i still didn't have the option in some cases mm-hmm. so it's still nice to have the option for non-salary i mean of course it makes more sense for salaried people but they could also give the option to non-salary. But I mean, people. again, it's not—it's—it's it's not particularly. If you're cutting out a workday for salaried folk, you're increasing their pay by twenty percent. 
I guess, yeah. And you're not like doing that, that for hourly folk. That makes sense, yeah. Unless yeah. they do do that. Yeah, you know, maybe they just, just don't talk about it. Maybe yeah. they're just going to yeah. boost the sell. Maybe, maybe they don't have any hourly folk. I don't know. Entirely you know, possible. Uh, yeah, it's entirely yeah. possible. Yeah. Um, maybe it only is for the union folk there. You know, like, I, I, I have no idea. So, yeah. like, again, really cool idea. Yeah. Doesn't mean all that much to me off the bat. Um, yeah. Just because, again, there's so many things that could be horrible yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, might have uh, to dig around and try and find someone who works tonight at montreal yeah. just interview them yeah, yeah sure, sure. <laughs> i'd have to but yeah it's it's a it's an it's an it's a nice headline to see yeah for sure whether or not it will anything go come in it's still a nice headline to see absolutely yeah, yeah. a lot of places have done that the uh the four-day that's work cool week. like that's, uh, that's really cool. i think europe is pretty big on it like successfully uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that's cool um so I mean, it it does. Uh, I'm all for it, man. I mean, we work way too much. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Five yeah. Day, five days of your yeah five days of your life every week at often more than eight hours a day, right? That's well, I mean, the travel a time big alone. Big ask. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. often. But even forget paid. travel time yeah. at sometimes more than eight hours. Well, yeah. Well, like not including travel time. A lot of the time, you know, like your lunch isn't paid or whatever, right? Like, yeah. So it's nine hours instead of yeah. Or you know. Totally. Totally. Yeah, they ask too much, man. Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy, you know. Yeah, we work too much, <laughs> but whatever. Here's so, open for Eidos. Yeah, here's hoping. Maybe this four day work week will allow them to make another Deus Ex Human Revolution hey. instead of the kind of garbage one that came out after. Um, that wasn't very good. Mankind, humankind. Uh, yeah, yeah. Humankind I bought it. divided. I, I no, bought mankind it, divided. I tried it. Uh, I didn't get into it, but uh, it was cool. I just didn't get into it. It's um, it sounded not bad. It just I think didn't have the things that. that it didn't have the things that I loved about Human Revolution or the reasons why Human Revolution was really cool for me because Human Revolution had like a lot of different a big part of the game was the different places okay. you went to a lot of different places and like all the places had like very different feels to them mm-hmm. and they focused more on they made it just a single city in Mankind Divided okay, that yeah. you you know do different stuff in right. and it just kind of I don't know it kind of lost a little bit lost the magic for me mm. But I don't have a better reason for why I don't like it other than that, you know. I just found it too much. Uh, there was just too much going on. Like, you could just do too much with all your robotic yeah. parts and stuff. And, like, yeah. I just was completely overwhelmed by it. Yeah. Like, uh, the learning. <laughs> I, I, I started learning it, and I was just like, fuck this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. want to spend that much I'm inclined time. to say probably Human Revolution is simpler, too. Yeah, okay. But I don't know. I don't actually know. Mm. So moving on to number three, Konami is having indie developers to make new games based on some of its classic series. This is a competition, right? Yeah, it's a competition. Which it's is a, cool. I mean... It is cool, yeah. It's just a neat thing. like uh, Action and shooting game contest. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I just think that's great. <laughs> it's pretty cool, yeah. I, I yeah. don't know. Not much to say about it other than just, like, cool. Not really. I mean, yeah, There's so there's... We are looking at an IGN article, um, but it's taken off the Konami did a stream... It's just taken directly from, uh, yeah, a video outlining the contest published by Konami. It's all in Japanese. But basically, yeah, I mean, it's like there's a list of like something like 30 uh, original Konami IPs. It can either be a remake of the game or it can just be a game in a similar genre with some of the characters taken from it. Okay. But they have very specific outlines in the contest of like it's exactly this thing or this thing and you can combine the two a little bit or something something Hmm. like that interesting they can take a character from one or more of the games or they can take a gameplay concept but like they 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 outline sort of like two specific things it can be okay and you're supposed to make a new thing with part of the existing interesting it's fascinating yeah unfortunately for me you know the only actual franchise i recognize off the list i could because they call it the action and shooter 
right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're all like plane shooters, you know, mm-hmm. like little ships with the, which I, I love that genre, but the only games I'm actually familiar with from Konami in that generation and that style of game is really just Gradius and Life Force mm-hmm. are the only ones that I know. Although they made a lot of Gradius and, well, Life Force was on NES, I think it was maybe like three of them. Mm-hmm. And Gradius, there's a lot, 10, 20 or something, like on basically every console in existence. Okay. I think mostly arcade, but then there's a, a, the, the, all their other IPs I don't really... I think most of them are Japanese only, I guess. Mm. But a lot of names I'm not familiar with. But uh, yeah, it, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, it's just neat. I mean, yeah, there's some massive, like... Uh, well, massive. There's a, a big reward for first place. Mm. I didn't take... Uh, I meant to do it, uh, but I didn't have internet on my way over. And I didn't check the conversion between yen and USD. But there's a second prize for like five people. I can't tell if it's a, a lot of money or not. I think it was like 18K or something. <laughs> That's the f- first, first place, oh, okay. I want to say. For some reason, yeah, I just it, they, remembered 18, 18K, 18K USD is the first place. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the first place. And then there's five outstanding performance prizes, which is 57,000 yen, which I didn't do the math on yet. Two million was 18K. So 57,000, it's like... It's probably something like 500 bucks or something. Yeah. You know, like some other prize. for mm-hmm. like. So, so there's a few prizes... Um, I feel like the rewards are a little stingy mm-hmm. <laughs> to, I mean, to make an entire game, right? Yeah. Although maybe what they're expecting is, I mean, if they're all plane shooter games, we're not talking about the most advanced games in the no. world, right? Like they're relatively straightforward. But I guess also you could look at it as, in a lot of senses, like PR kind of. Mm-hmm. Like I had a game in the top ten in the yeah, K- Konami's sure. like shooting in whatever contest. I mean, shit like that. Like I have a friend who does screenwriting, and like contests can matter. Absolutely. You know, like 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 placing in contests can actually, even if it doesn't generate revenue, can lead to... More stuff, yeah. Exactly. Um, and they're also, they have a thing where it's like, they'll either, something like uh, produce the game for them, or work with them to get the game produced and commercialized. Hmm. Uh, like as in sold. It's like, yes, Konami has stated they will publish it, and they'll work with them to commercialize it. It's a little unclear about the exact details, but it just sounds like they'll probably help them, you know, bring to market fruition on the store kind of thing. Okay, yeah. And, like, uh, share some of their marketing with them. Some of their internal internal teams will, like, help them through some of these processes. Right. So it's kind of, I don't know, it's it's cool. Yeah, it's... That's it's neat. really interesting. Yeah. yeah, no, it's just a neat thing. Yeah, it's a, t- it's a totally neat thing. Um, I mean, I guess there was a second article I, uh, that I put here alongside this with uh, Konami being set to revive Metal Gear Castlevania's Silent Hill. This was off Video Games Chronicle. Right. Uh, it's basically just, you know, it seems like they're sort of... Uh, I won't get into the article itself. It's pretty much what the headline is. But they're, they're kind of only rumors. It, it sounds like very likely to be true rumors about uh, Castlevania, Metal Gear, and Silent Hill all coming back soon. Okay. You know, like, what they'll be exactly, nobody knows. But it seems like, you know, Konami is kind of ramping up with, like, maybe they'll do some new stuff. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think they should revisit Castlevania old school style. <clears throat> like, the Game Boy Advance games that were so... Because they've tried Castlevania in 3D. You know, they did Lords of Shadow. I actually thought it was okay. I had some fun with it. I had some fun with it, too. I don't think it's a great Castlevania game. I think it's an okay game. But I feel like it's not... I don't think that that's the way forward. Right. You know, I don't think they can do that in a way that's going to work. But the things, the Castlevania Advance Collection, which is all the Game Boy Advance games, just came out like two or two or three days ago or something, or like last week, uh, on I think all consoles. Okay. And like those are some of the best. I mean, so Symphony of the Night's the big one, right? That's the one that everyone points to as the best. That was on PlayStation. And then the Game Boy Advance games are widely considered to be like, so this is the evolution of Symphony of the Night. They're all in the Symphony of the Night style. They're all on Game Boy Advance. There's some DS ones too. Uh, but they're all thought to be pretty darn good. Hmm. Like people liked all of them. And like, so this collection is huge. And like everyone, like everyone is really into it. 
Um, so I feel like the way forward for Castlevania is really to like you got to go back to the roots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like they're also letting they're letting other people escape with uh, with the IP kind of because the actual original creator like he 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 did Bloodstained Ritual of the Moon Ritual of the Night Bloodstained Ritual of the Night Moon I can't remember <laughs> but I, I played it it's good um, but yeah the original creator is like doing his own thing so like I feel and he's doing it in the style of Symphony of the Night. So I feel like they need to actually use the IP and do a new Symphony of the Night or yeah. something like that. But Fair um, clearly they're doing stuff. Yeah. Right? And yeah. it's not pachinko pachinko machines, which is cool. Because yeah. they seem to be mostly just, you know, becoming uh, rich and famous off their pachinko machines otherwise. Oh, so well. I'm happy they're doing something other than pachinko machines. Yeah. Just a little boring for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. What do we got next? Uh, that takes us to number four, which is Netflix's next three games take aim at the casual market. Uh, there's a TechCrunch article called Netflix launches new mobile games in Poland, Italy, and Spain as a members-only perk. Hmm. And then we've got article off IGN. Uh, Netflix just acquired the award-winning studio behind Oxenfree. Uh, subtitle, Oxenfree 2 remains in development at Night School Studio as Night School Studio joins streaming giant. This is off official blog post on uh, Night School Studio website. And then we've got Distant Third, uh, just, just because this is relevant and it was a little while ago. Uh, IGN article, Netflix's gaming service now available, but only if you live in Poland. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> so basically, you know, we're we're actually seeing the first steps that Netflix has taken, the concrete first steps. There's been discussion for a long time, but like, we're seeing games. In Poland, it was, uh, they somewhat sneakily just suddenly put a game section in their Netflix app. That's cool. And it had, stra- yeah, it is cool. It had Stranger Things... Uh, there are two Stranger Things games, mm-hmm. like Stranger Things 1984 and Stranger Things 3, which are like sound like they're actually pretty. They're not bad. Like they're not like uh, completely crazy, but they're they're interesting games. Okay. You know? And so it started with that. Just in Poland, at first I was asking myself, I'm like, why is it? <laughs> like why is it Poland? Like do they really just are they that concerned about like they're too they're too scared to like mess something up in like the states? So they're like we're gonna do it in the most random. But apparently uh, in the later art in the I think the the, the TechCrunch article they say that there's a quote from Netflix saying that the reason why we did it in Poland and now Italy and Spain uh, is because apparently these games uh, are really I mean sorry excuse me these countries are really interested in the mobile sphere. Hmm. They're like super into the mobile sphere, so they felt like it'd be a really good fit for like because they're they're doing mobile games only at the moment. Okay, well, so I guess you know, but um, yeah, they added three more games. It's like some super simple, like uh, sort of low budge kind of Apple Arcade type stuff. Okay, you know, like really really simple. I mean, I don't mean to make them sound like I don't want to shit on them. It's just they're relatively normal mobile games. Okay, yeah. you know, like nothing out of the ordinary. Uh, I want to say, what's the names? Yeah, Shooting Hoops, Teeter Up, and Card Blast. Uh, and they're about what you'd think from the, name, from the names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're all American companies. They're either all or mostly American companies doing them too. Okay. But um, yeah, and then the recent acquisition of Oxenfree 2 developer, uh, Night School Studios. Right. That I think is cool for Netflix, and I'm concerned for Night School Studios. But Fair. I guess they just wanted a whole lot of money. Well, fair enough. Got. I mean, come on, who doesn't? Uh, I would love some. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're clearly taking steps. Yeah. You yeah. know? I mean, what do you think about this? What do you think it's going to... Like, it's clearly... It's now just mobile apps on their Netflix app. Like, sorry, mobile games on their Netflix app on their phone. It could be more later. We don't know. I'm you know? not a fan of Netflix. Okay. At all. Okay. But, um, whatever. I mean, good stuff. Good for them. It's competition, I guess. Yeah. That's yeah. probably, arguably, a pretty good thing. I 
guess. I mean, I, I, I don't care at all about mobile it's games. I wouldn't play a Apple. game. Yeah, that's right? good. Yeah. That's good. Um, but I wouldn't play a game on Netflix. You know, like, if I'm oh, playing a game, I, I, I want to play a game. You know, like, uh, but I mean, that's just me. Um, I feel 100% the same way as you. To me, it's like they're clearly not actual games. Yeah, well, in a, like, in I a don't very play... elitist gamer sense, if I can. Yeah, <laughs> you know, no, but I mean, like... like, I don't play Candy Crush and shit no. like that. You know, like, no. I mean, it's just those are not what I consider. Those are like when you're taking a shit games. Yeah. Um, like Angry yeah. Birds. You know, like. That's uh, a really good way of putting it. Yeah. Those are so shit games. Yeah. Or like uh, bus rides. Yeah, bus rides. You know, yeah. 15 minute bus ride. Or waiting in a waiting room. You know, like sure. um, any of those things. But they don't. It's like it's equivalent to twiddling your thumbs to me. Yeah, kind um, of. Yeah, like they just. Tonight, I saw someone playing a game on the bus. Was it today? It knows last night on the metro. It looked so unbelievably fucking mindless. <laughs> this lady was just staring at a screen of like an endless runner going, where it's like, oh yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. And she every now and then she'd just be like, boop. And he'd go like one space to the right yeah. and then endless run for a super long time and she'd just stare at it and then boop and mm-hmm. he goes one tile to the left and I'm like, so this is what we've got. Yep. <laughs> you know, it's yep. like, yep. yeah, no, it is a hundred percent like it's a fucking cookie clicker. Zombified. Like zombified nonsense. Yeah. Like. Not for me, man. It's such, it's such hot trash. Yeah, no, not for me either. But um, I mean, if people dig it, that's cool. I mean, you got all kinds of uh, folk out there. It also very might just be the hot trash that's the precursor to the real thing because they're because they they need to start somewhere. Absolutely, and that's really unclear at the moment, yeah. right? Um, they hired recently. Uh, there's a big I can't remember his name, but there's a big I was next. I think I want to say EA and Facebook guy uh, to like head their games division. Okay, his name's escaping me, but um, so they're clearly devoting you know time and energy into it. Okay, I don't yeah. know. We'll see. Uh, so yeah, that takes number five, which is. Maybe the most exciting, the actually most exciting thing on the news this week, maybe. I think it is. Uh, so yeah, this is off Eurogamer. Uh, Sony adds game trials feature to PS5. Subtitle, but there's a catch. Uh, mm. There's not that much of a catch. Mm. A little bit, but it's like, it's a totally alpha, like a new system. Uh, so yeah, I mean... Awesome. Awesome. Right? I mean, yeah. I think that should, I think that always should have been a thing. Is that you could try out? I, I think there should be more demos of games, personally. Totally, totally playable demos. You can try out a game prior to purchasing it, right? Pretty much um, on yeah. PS5, which isn't the case on PS4, three, two, whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. GameStop, on the other hand, you could return a game within thirty days for, for no reason. True. So I would just buy every new game, play it for twenty nine days, and then go <laughs> and exchange it for the next new game, yeah. which was a much better. Thing this free trial system. <laughs> but you got to buy a physical disc. But you were also like, that was just fucking. That's bullshit. You shouldn't have thirty days to play a no, game I mean, before returning it. Like that's not. They must know what they're doing. Well, yeah, you, you had to be a member, right? Right. So you had to give them your info and all that nonsense and yeah. pay a membership fee, like yeah. uh, whatever. It's like I assume it must have been working out for them, but also they're not doing super well in terms of like <laughs> being a relevant it, store these days. I think it was cool back then. Yeah, but disc sales aren't. Yeah. all that popular no, anyways no. so I think it's just if there if games don't have a, dem- a playable demo I mm-hmm. think this is the next best thing you know yeah, like kind of yeah. you actually yeah. get a chance to play for a couple of minutes and see if it's something you're interested in yeah um, totally um, it's a little bit similar to Steam's uh, sort of return policy right like they have a thing where it's like I think you, you if you buy the game if you've played, if you, they have some metric of how mm. to analyze it. It's like if you've played less than a certain number of hours and also less than a certain depth into the game, maybe. I think so. Something like that. <laughs> I think maybe there's something about the trophy system. Yeah, you could if be you right. If you get a trophy, you're fucked. Right. 
uh, maybe. maybe that has something to do with PS5 that can't and the be, Returnal for, really, for Returnal. The that would really fuck you Returnal. in a lot of games. Maybe. Yeah, well, you get it like right away, right? You get it's a trophy. Pretty it's pretty common. Like, it's not that. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. No. yeah. So I don't know. I just remembered hearing somebody complain about that at one point. <laughs> um, all in all, I think this is a great thing. It's really cool. Yeah, I mean, it's also so a little some details uh, at the moment. It's just in the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just testing it in the UK. And it's on only two games. They're testing it out with Death Stranding, Death Stranding Director's Cut, uh, and Sackboy Big Adventure. It's only on PS5, like you said before. Not not going to be on PS4. I mean, I, I, I guess they could, but I assume that they're just not that interested. I, don't, I just don't think they care that much about PS4 now. Fair enough. Right? They're thinking about what's the future, right? Yeah. And I don't blame them. Um, so it's basically, it's, it looks like a trial at the moment. A 100% trial. Uh, all the reporters covering the stories seem to be focusing a lot on the fact that um, it's way too restrictive mm-hmm. uh, because the way Sony calculates it is it's an amount of time from when you start downloading the game. Okay. Uh, for, for, for a, an amount of time from when you hit the button add to like add trial. Okay. Right? And as soon as you hit the button add trial, it starts downloading. Mm. So in cases where your internet connection is not super, super good... Uh, you could totally spend, you get like, I think I, I, I'd have to check the article, but I want to say off the top of my head, five hours for Death Stranding and four hours for Sackboy. Something close to that, if not exactly. Uh, and basically, so since that starts counting from the second you start, um, Death Stranding is a pretty big game. But I wonder what's the download time like on PS5. I would think it's significantly better than a PS4, right? You're probably right. Um, but one of the gentlemen writing the article was like, so it looks like it was judging by what my PS5 was telling me in terms of how much time it would take, is that I, I, it would take about three hours probably to download the game wow. uh, to the point where I could play it. So he'd, he'd only effectively have about two hours to actually try it. <laughs> and it's kind of like, I think they're, you know, they're, they're correct to point out that this is really restrictive. And it's probably, I mean, I think anyone would look at that and be like, well, that's clearly a little insane. Like, just make it work slightly differently. Like, why not from the second the download stops, Why the second you first play the game. Once you start like, the game, you have 45 minutes of playing. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, they're right to point this out. I just feel like, guys, like, relax. Like, this is clearly a intensely alpha test of this thing. Yeah, yeah, for right? sure. Like, it's only in the UK. It's only on Death Stranding Director's Cut and Sackboy. Like, they're clearly just testing the water, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I'm sure they'll change it because... I would think. Yeah, of course, some people have really, really restrictive download speeds. Like, yeah. it really depends where you are, you know? For sure. But yeah, I mean, I, I 100% agree with you. I think it's it's really cool. It's it's kind of what they need, is they need, like, a simple system that's just no... That's, like, no muss, no fuss, kind of. Well, am, you know, like, crazy? no strings. Am I crazy? Like, is there less demos, playable demos now than there used to be? I uh, feel like PS1... It goes up and down. I feel like PS1... Like everything had a playable demo. Well, that was the year. I mean, those are the times of demo discs. Yeah. Too, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And like, yeah, that was big. Yeah, demo discs were big. I remember but then getting them. Discs the back stopped of, being a thing. I remember getting them in the back of magazines. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. Uh, it was the, I'd buy magazines specifically for the demo disc. You know? 100%. Like, um, yeah. I'll bet you I, lots of people buying like probably PlayStation Magazine, you know, were like, that's why they got it. You yeah, know, kind of for thing. sure. Like, yeah. I mean, and it was just such a cool way to uh, to see if you wanted to play something. It was. You know, if you no, to it really was. And yeah. um, I think this is a great idea. Yeah. Uh, I mean, these days it's mostly, I feel like, smaller developers that live that release demos. Mm-hmm. As far as I know, it's completely to the just the dev's discretion. Mm-hmm. It's if they want to. Well, a lot of the stuff that I've noticed is there are lots of, uh, it's not really demos, but you can play the beta. Um, but you need to pre-order mm-hmm. the fucking game. Uh, and sign up to be able to play the beta. Yeah, that's and, totally different. Like, yeah. fuck that, man. I'm no, sorry. No, that's totally different. Like, yeah. nah. I, there's been a lot of games that I was really interested in, and I wanted to play, mm-hmm. but it's like the only way to play the beta is 
to pre-order and i'm yeah. like dude like i'm trying to see if i want to buy this game but to me that's not the purpose of those things it's like a pre-order benefit okay yeah. you know it's yeah, like yeah yeah totally you can yeah. download it uh so it's we'll give you the keys early yeah when it's still yeah. in the garage you know it's like it's not ready to go yet but mm-hmm. like you know yeah, but you got to look at those things as like it's not really the same thing. Yeah. It's true that some people conflate these two things, but they're not really the same thing. Well, I mean, like, Back for Blood, it was like two weeks ago. Yeah, open beta. It comes out tomorrow or soon. Yeah. I mean, to me, a beta should be significantly... Be- to me, that's more of a demo. Uh, beta should be it the year is, before. But a demo is like a demo is something that like a playable demo to see if you'd like to play, to buy the game or not is a thing that releases after the game comes out. Right. Right. Yeah, like I, it's never before. I don't because see it why. means the game. I mean, well, it could be, but like. I mean, again, you're just trying to see the mechanics. But in the industry, that's what we call. I mean, we don't look at it. I mean, the industry doesn't see it that way, mm-hmm. right? Like maybe you're right, but um, yeah, I think to to the industry, a demo is something that happens after the fact. So you can try a game. An open beta is like... Open betas are often for their... Yeah, like you said, it could be for a pre-order bonus. It could also be if they want to they want to stress test and they want to gather feedback. Yeah, Red Dead they do had it sometimes a, for that. Red Dead had beta for, I think it was eight, eight months to a year. Not exactly the same thing. No. no. But I mean, like, that was eight months to a year. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But that was just a free thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I think this is very cool. No, I, I agree <clears throat> with you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, it totally, we did used to, it used to be a lot of demos, kind of tapered off for a while. It's like, kind of went up and down for a little bit, but like, largely, and I feel like the modern generation of console gaming, basically demos are a thing of the past, basically. They do happen, but mm-hmm. like, they're not very not very frequent. Yeah, I mean, uh, Resident Evil 3 remake, right? They had a playable demo. <clears throat> is it, yeah, is it already three remake or two? Yeah, it probably I think was, it was three. three. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah, think because yeah. I, I think I would have noticed for two very recently. You know, like uh, stuff yeah. like like just do that, guys. Yeah, like, well, uh, companies do their own thing. They just don't have like a an agreed upon way that like everyone should do it. I just like think... Capcom often does, right? They often release like, but they make a big deal out of their like their demos are like they do special pre like pre-release marketing shit where they're like this is a curated portion of the game we're putting out for you it's not a demo of the full game Mm -hmm. it's related to the product does Mm -hmm. that make sense yeah totally yeah like the re7 demo was like it's a it's a cutout slice of the initial portion but you can you can just go to a certain point and you get like special you could even unlock something in the real game by finding something in the demo right they play with it sometimes you know, like, no, yeah, there was cool. the RE, the village, it had its own, it had like two separate demos, I think. Mm-hmm. I can't remember, but uh, some of the big companies do that and they make a big deal out of it, but like, yeah, largely most are just like, you yeah. know, like, I just cares. think everybody should. Um, and if not, then I kind of Sony should. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it's like, it's it's to the consumer's benefit. Yeah, I right? think it's, it's going not... in the right direction. Exactly, you know? yeah. yeah. And... It can only be good for consumers to have trials. Yeah, <laughs> you know? absolutely. Like, sure, I can understand companies may not like it, but oh it can God. only be good for consumers. Do you know how yeah. many games I would have not bought if I yeah. had the chance to try it out first? Like... <laughs> it's probably over a hundred. Yeah, I believe you, I believe you. <laughs> like, it's a lot, man. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, no, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope that it uh, it gets refined and it and they don't just because I mean it's not it's really not clear if it's something that they're gonna actually go forward with in a tangible right. way. I, ho- just, I hope they do. It's just cool that they're trying it out. Yeah, and uh, yeah. No, no, it's exciting to even see a, an attempt. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. At least people are thinking. And I like that it's Sony doing it too, and kind of being like, although I guess you know Death Stranding and Sackboy are the first party. Does that count as, or is it like second party? 
but they're like sort of PlayStation only games. Okay. Right. So I'm what I'm wondering is like, would they even try to apply that to all developers? Because I think it would be a, a bigger hoop mm-hmm. to get everyone on board. I guess. Right. Yeah. To be like, no, you all have to do it now, and there's no say. You know? Yeah. Although probably if they did that, the other companies would just be like, well, I guess we have no choice. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Well, yeah. anyways, that's cool. Um, <laughs> cool. Well, I mean, listen, I think that's about all we got for now. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, hey, listen, uh, final final note. Um, we're trying to figure out what we like more, having having conversations or actually talking about news. If anyone feels like writing in, uh, the email address is noobtalkradio at gmail.com. Uh, one word, all lowercase. I guess that doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, just noobtalkradio at gmail.com. Tell us what you think. You know, like, do you prefer when we just talk about shit? Like, for example, in-depth Diablo 2, Aliens. Uh, we almost had a full episode at the beginning here of just us discussing games that are out at the moment. Mm. And, like, how it's it's a nice time for games right now. Yeah. You know? Like, we could... Like, the episodes could just be, here's a, here's a topic. Like, for example, accessibility. Yeah. Because of this Deathloop article, you know, it made me think about accessibility. Let's just discuss that yeah. in, in all its forms for an, an hour. Yeah. You know, what it means, what it's good for, what it's bad for, whatever. You know, like, we don't know. You know, we're still kind of trying to figure it out. So if you feel like it, write in. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You know, what what do you like more? What would you like to see us do more of, less of? I'm open. But, uh, yeah, that's what I got. Cool. All cool. right. Well, have a good week, everybody. We'll see you next time. See you next time.